Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An idea for NIL that will rock your world. And when will the Cleveland media finally learn how to cover a winner? How will the fans learn how to root for a winner? It's all coming up in the emerging podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies. Think about that. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTENDAV.com. Hello, Tone. Hello, Kenny. What a fun day. Was it? I had blast. Anyway, you know, it is it is kind of offensive at times when people say, I know we got a lot to get to. It's offensive at times when people say, you guys don't know how to cover a winner. You guys are so obsessed with drama, Cleveland media. It's not just us. I'm saying Cleveland media does not know how to cover a winner. And I'm like, well, I I covered a national championship at Ohio State. I covered a Cavs championship. Yeah, the Cavs I, were winners for the, a decade. The Guardians went to the World Series. Like, yeah. why, why do you think, what's different? What's hard to be excited about a team? I think it was probably in response to us <laughs> Having a debate about quarterback play. So, but the problem is with football, unlike any of those other sports, all those other sports, save for maybe an NBA Finals game, you don't break down game to game, play to play, situation to situation. You just go, it was good or it was bad, and who needs to be better? There's not specific moments. So even in a win against your hated rival, there are still moments that you go, we could have been better there. Uh, here's why we could have been better, because we have a whole week. We have a whole week. I don't know if people know how to root for a winner. That is interesting, because you bring that up, and we talked to somebody who was in the stadium on Sunday, and I said, how was it? They said, unbelievable, coming out of the tunnel. It was Chubb. It was Jim Donovan. It was a chaotic scene. People were pumped. They didn't sell their tickets. They held on. Very few Steeler fans in attendance, from what I hear. The most of the people I know, if they took a friend, they were also a Browns fan. I only know one, <laughs> except for one. Uh... So it was crazy. And then that same individual said, as unbelievable as the atmosphere was, mm-hmm. they said after that touchdown run by Pittsburgh, everybody thought they were going to lose, and it was quiet, and it was not a home field advantage at that point. And I thought to myself, like, when is that going to change? Has this team won enough this way for you to start thinking the field goals are going in? That the defense will get off the field on third down? That the offense will do just enough? I think it was a win like that that had to happen to start to change people's ideas on that. You know, because I I had somebody, what was I, we were talking about something yesterday. 
and I want to find the reply I had to somebody about it because I thought about this and I didn't bring it up to you. Here we are. Yesterday during the show, I had said, no, this is right after the show, actually. I said, I like DTR. He's a great kid. And with backups, I do think QB wins is a stat. I asked myself, did they win in spite of him? I don't think that that was the case yesterday. I think DTR should keep the job until he proves he can't do it, whether it be next week or the rest of the year. And Alpha Male tweets at me, can't we just enjoy 7-3? and three? So there's nothing stopping us from enjoying 7-3. and three. We can enjoy 7-3. and three. Both these things can be true. We can enjoy 7-3, and three, but we can also think critically of what's going to happen in the future as well. And that's what I think a lot of people... Yeah, we, like, don't, they, guys, we don't have Patrick Mahomes where that's just not a conversation yeah. they have on but, radio but we in went, Kansas City. I think we went through this, though, as well in 2020, where there was, can we enjoy this game as if we're never going to play? I mean, we are treating these games as if they're bowl games. And, like, we won and the season's over for a while. And then, like, by Thursday, people are ready to talk about the next game. But they do not want to hear anything else other than celebration. And I'm going, well, we got to get to the playoffs. And everybody's excited. Nobody's saying Kevin Stefanski, nobody here in the show is saying Kevin Stefanski should be let go and he's not working. That and stuff's finally we, over. We've had conversations yes. here. So I, I think that, you know, we got to after, it's not about whether or not we know how to cover a winner. The people listening to us have, when's the last time they've listened to a winner? On the radio with the Browns. It's been a while. You had one time in a year, and I think for some people, I can't. I think they kind of felt like they were robbing a bank. I hate to keep overusing that analogy. That'll be the last time I do it. I think they felt like they were getting away with something, and then these last two years have been a slog and very emotional and dramatic and, and not fun. And now this year, again, I, I, we ended the show. I said that this is, I think, the best culture they've had in quite a while. And you think about all the things that they've already had to go through. And you know me, normally I'd be rolling my eyes. Did I, I roll my I, eyes when you said I that? I think 11 years, this is the best culture I've ever been around. And, and I see them, and the, first off, it is a locker room that has a lot of good guys in it. And I think that it's cultivated a very nice culture with them. Winning helps, but I don't think that if they lose, I don't think it started the tailspin possibilities. Like, you have the, the whole Pittsburgh thing going on there. Which, I, by the way, I thought that Deontay Johnson might have went after Matt Canada. Uh, apparently, there's been some people who told me in Pittsburgh it might have been his wide receiver coach. Who we know. Yeah. Frisman Jackson. Mm-hmm. So that's that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't want one win. Right yeah, I don't yeah. want one win to, to all of a sudden rot away a team. Because I find myself, if I were in Pittsburgh, I find myself saying a lot of things about the Browns. Where I go, guys, we're 6-4. and four. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've noticed, like, guys, the Browns are 3-2. and two. The Browns are 3-1. and one. Like, guys, knock it off. Let's, let's cool it. Let's all cool it. But also there is there's going to be a time where I think we have to examine what's what's more to come. Like Bobby Carpenter kind of dropped that bombshell about the NCAA and Jim Harbaugh with us today. But I was going to bring up, because my whole thing is make the playoffs, make the playoffs, make the playoffs. And there's plenty of guys out there. You need to demand more. I'm going, I'm just trying to be realistic here. That's what I'm trying to do. So I think that there is a tug and pull over. Let's just exam. Let's just enjoy this. Let's just enjoy that. It's like, well, yeah, we are enjoying it. No one's not enjoying this. Everybody enjoys winning, but everybody's also trying to find ways to get better. Yeah, they didn't play a perfect game. The Browns admitted that after the game. They actually specifically said we didn't Demon play perfect. Demon was on a jugs machine in the middle of the night. Yeah, on Sunday night. I, and these guys are trying to get better. They know that offensively, it has to get a lot better. Now they're not going to be playing Pittsburgh's defense every week. But I don't know. We've seen enough games from the Browns. Isn't this kind of the offense? <laughs> like, 
it's going to be tough for them to score a ton of points. They, they, they're not going to – they're going to have some games where they run the football well, and I'm really intrigued this week. And, you know, it's going to be a short week for us because of the holiday and everything. You know, this Denver game would be really interesting to break down because by the numbers, Denver might be the worst defense in football. Yeah. However, the eye test the last four weeks – Denver's defense looks totally different, and they're getting takeaways. And Russell Wilson is dinking and dunking his way into good football plays, not putting them in really tough spots. How's that going to look against the Browns' defense? They're going to get rid of the ball quick, you know, just like we got rid of the ball this quick This game last might week. end up being a champion's pose for Tone about Sean, Mc- or oh, Sean I don't Payton. Be. No, no, no. I'm liking Stefanski. I am. I know I, you I'm are. even on board. I mean, you know, I did say, like, I, there's some extension talk. And earlier in the year, I'm like, why would we extend him? What's the rush? Now I'm like, yeah, extend them. You can always get out of contracts. I mean, <laughs> what, what's the difference? Well, I'm a nose, man. I know. Nah. So what's the difference? Just just get – it would, I think, kind of end some of the questions about that stuff. Just in I do, almost, but I don't. Almost a superficial way, but – because in the NFL, buyouts don't matter. I they know. don't count. Like, like the, remember the whole Jimbo Fisher thing, $76 yeah. million dollars for a locker buy- room. Does that do anything in the locker yeah, room? Yeah, I think it does. Like, he is the guy. You can roll your eyes at his post-game speeches. You know, he showed a little more fire this week. But those players, I think going through what they've gone through. Boy, I should ask people. Sorry, let's no, finish your sentence. No, that, that, that I think they. I wasn't even looking at you. They might not have been behind Stefanski earlier in the year because they hadn't been through it. Now they've been through it, and that brings a team together. Can you become a motivating Yes, factor over the over time. Yeah, I mean, he's never he's never going to be, you know, any Fire of the, and brimstone, yeah. Bobby Knight. No, yeah, he's not Jerry Glanville. Yeah, but a, this week's like I know you guys just hear the audio, right? I I watch those videos. I saw the video. I saw the video. Um, his his body, posture, and all that was not someone who was. Just doing something to sound like he's, he's excited. excited. That was that was actual. Yeah, that was almost like a holy bleep. We won this game. I can't. You know, like he's excited. We're putting it together. Type of. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, they've beaten the 49ers. They've beaten the Steelers and the Ravens in consecutive weeks. They're doing things. They they crushed Joe Burrow in the opener. They're doing things they just have never done before, and they and they've done them all in a similar way. But they found a way to do it no matter what, and that that has. I really think a staying power. And so getting back to the original thing, I think the fans are going to learn. I think the fans are going to have that expectation that the other shoe's not going to drop this nope. time. This team's making the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs. And now, yeah. hell, let's get crazy. Let's win the division. They shouldn't win the division. They shouldn't. You got Lamar Jackson over there. He's been pretty good all year. You shouldn't win the division. But now, why not? And, you know, he was limping around that last game. Crazier things have happened. I just don't want to demand those things. I can dare to dream. I don't want to demand them. I think that people start to put a lot of unnecessary thoughts into their own head by demanding those things. I know people want to demand excellence, but I I, I also want to be realistic about that stuff. I like that dare to dream. Um, also, tomorrow, I want to do a segment. I don't know what we're going to call it. Maybe football hack segment. I have no idea. The safety issue and your issue with spikes, <laughs> spikes, and not like feet spikes spiking the football. Don't explain it's it. It's a revelation. I I've think ne- this is very good. I had never thought about this until watching a few different games on Sunday, and I'm like, you know what? I think a rule needs to change in the NFL. That's I want to do I'll that say. tomorrow. 
I want to do worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That tomorrow. Can I share with you a crazy-ass uh, NIL story? A nil but theory? Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, because we do talk a lot of college football here. Two things. I don't like the beating up. the. I, I hope somebody hears this that is close to him, because I don't want to sit there and get weird. He's still a college kid, and I don't. You know, young people and stuff like that. I don't, you know, it's weird. Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Drew Aller, I feel I need to come to his defense. I don't like talking about young people, and I don't like talking about high school players. But now that he's a college player, I can talk about. The first time I saw Drew Aller, I've used this analogy for uh, for Josh Allen. His passes look like a drunk driver. And I'll never forget Bernie Kozar saying, hey, you got to watch this kid. This kid's got something here. He can see, he can spin it, you know, that type of thing. And I went out there, and you could tell he had, a, he had an arm. But you could also tell like, there's definitely something that needed to be brought in and, and, and refined. And I do not like – there are plenty of people. They just, whether, they just think James Franklin is overrated, even though he got Vanderbilt off their ass. I think I got to admit James Franklin's a good coach. I know a lot of people don't like him. I do think his offense is archaic, but he got Vanderbilt off their ass and I think he's done a remarkable job at Penn State considering they lost to Ohio State and Michigan. They are not Ohio State and Michigan. No. I think there are a lot of people who are upset with Penn State because they thought that this was a year that they could go after Ohio State or Michigan or both. And they had the defense. And I to was do it. one of the, and I was one of those people that thought that they had a puncher's chance, and I was wrong. They got beat up by Ohio State. Their defense went after him. It wasn't that bad of a score, just like it wasn't that bad of a score against Michigan. But in both cases, both defenses teed off. And I think Drew Aller, just because he's not a guy who gets out there in his in his, he played last year as a true freshman a little bit. His sophomore year just sets the world on fire. Doesn't mean all of a sudden to throw him aside. I don't believe that. I do believe they think I would like them to open some things up. I think he's got a big arm. But how many quarterbacks have truly flourished against Ohio State or Michigan? How many? None. Who's giving him fits? Man. Has anybody given, like, like Tua's brother. Everybody's talking about him. 
because I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Everybody's talking about Tua's brother because they just watched him because nobody's watching Maryland football until they played Michigan. He's got some great passes. He also has some terrible passes. He did have a bunch of terrible a passes. Terrible, like he throws a great deep ball, and it's like, all right, it's Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's like, can we not understand? They are two of the four best teams in the country, and part of the reason is because they're both got stone cold defenses and great defensive lines. Like, come on. And I find myself getting all defensive over Drew Aller. Like, guys, I'm not saying he's going to be number one. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm saying just because we put something on Penn State doesn't mean I can't sit there or doesn't mean I should sit there and try to hurry up the process here's what on a happens. quarterback that has talent. But this is happening with McCord at Ohio State. There are people in Columbus, and I've seen it, I'm on the boards. I, I read it. I have friends down there. I know we know people in the media down there. There are people that are just convinced that McCord is not the quarterback yeah. next year at Ohio State, that yeah. they're going to go in the portal. Uh, the, the, Thank you for the, bringing this the, up because I have an interesting thought. Well, that's why I, I wanted to get to it because when you struggle now as a college quarterback, it's yeah. not, hey, you know, it's only your freshman year. And it's only your sophomore year. It's who's in the portal. Let's get somebody that we've seen go up against college. And look at when Michael Penix, I did a look at, when Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, did. just did what he did, is having the season that he had, and Bo Nix having the season that they had, Jaden, uh, who am I thinking of? But, oh, but Dan- just, Daniels. Yeah, yeah. That You have these quarterbacks that are transferring, and so if you're Ohio State, and you're in a fan base of Ohio State, you're like, well, let's just go get one of those guys. Let's go get a guy that's proven it. Why do I have to wait and see what's behind door number two or wait for some you know, uh, evolution of a quarterback? Why can't I just go get a guy I know is better right now? Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with that is, mm-hmm. think about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, and I'm talking about not the Ohio State years, that first year at LSU. It was a little... Eh, yeah, it, it was a great. Little, yeah. It wasn't great. Like, now, today, with Transfer Portal, they might have replaced him. Like, I, I saw a guy... Think about that. Kenny. When I watched, when I watched Drew Aller as a sophomore, but your new that's catch my new catchphrase. I saw a guy where I went. I mean, he's got a lot of talent, but I didn't come away blown away. And then by this senior year, he blew everybody's doors off every week. Drew Aller at Medina High School, and I think you give him a little bit of time. I mean, does James Franklin have a little oh, bit of time? I, oh yes, James Franklin ain't going anywhere. Okay, that but guy wins ten games a year. I, I, I don't mean he it that keeps way. Him He's in not a New Year's six. I, I don't mean it that way. The pressure he of gave not Sam, he gave Sean Clifford like a dozen years. He did. Sean Clifford played there as long as Brett Favre. The the he loves these Ohio quarterbacks. The pressure, the pressure of I don't even remember Sean Clifford's from Ohio. It's uh, down Cincinnati. Okay. I forgot. Go I ahead. swear to God, I did one of his high school I'm games. not disputing you. Am I wrong? I did not know that. No, I'm saying I did not know. Was he Xavier? I don't know if you did one of his games. I, I don't did know. I? Go ahead. What were you saying? What was my catchphrase again? Think about that. Think about that, Kenny. You tried to make, oh, it sounds good, a uh, catchphrase, and that didn't work. All right. It's 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 a progress. Sean Clifford went to St. Xavier High School. And Branson Wright just did a huge documentary that's going to be available about Southern Ohio football in the Queen City. You know what? I'd like to watch that. I, we I don't watch know it. that much about Cincinnati. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, high school football. Urban I know Meyer, a lot about Urban Meyer it. coach down there. Yes, he did. So I'm just making a little bit of a defense of of Drew Aller. Like, not everybody. I don't want to turn him into, and frankly, I don't want to turn him into a JD, JT Daniels yeah. figure. Um, 
the guys who have just kind of fallen through the cracks. Now, here's what I wonder. Keaton Slovis, what even though they, he got hurt. What but, if they went to the portal? If you're Allard, you go, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. See, that is what's crazy about college football now. Well, this is my Then issue. it's the revolving door. This is my thing. No, I'm gonna I'm workshopping this. All right. This is where you do it. No better place this to do it. This is my NIL idea. Because, you know, this this started on a conversation right now where you got coaches getting fired. Like I was thinking of Syracuse yesterday. Dino Babers gets canned, right? Or Babers Babers. Babers. Dino, Dino Babers gets He's canned. Out. He's sixty two years old, by the way. Yeah. Bye bye Babers. Yeah. <laughs> and I and Syracuse Throw out the Babers with the bath. Syracuse <laughs> That should be how we end the podcast. <laughs> Damn it. I want you to dump that so we can do no, 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 um, <laughs> Syracuse is a program. I have to think of these. I got. I want to get a little deeper. Syracuse is a program that I think what it was good when I was a kid. And, and so and I then was assumed, one of the worst under Greg, yeah. Willi- uh, Greg Williams, Greg, um, former defensive coordinator in the NFL, Greg Robinson. Yep. So I, I assume that they'd be good forever. And uh, I started thinking about NIL. And now you have situations where, I don't want to say this on a podcast. I'm very encouraged about the future of, our, of a family friend's football team and their future. I think they got them right back on the right track. And I think next year could be a, a, a really nice year could for them. Could they have one Saturday? I didn't see much of that uh, game. You know what? Low scoring. The the other team they played had a lot of big plays that got called back. Uh, they kind of out athleted them. Plus the team that they have, remember they got a lot of freshmen playing. Yeah, there's just some they got they got freshman offensive linemen, and you need experience. Boy, that's the tough one. What I'm is. afraid of, like um, when I, well, the reason I bring up Syracuse, I want to bring this up. I, I want to bring up something else about Syracuse and Pitt. Remember this double A Syracuse and Pitt for the future because I got another idea for them, but. Dino Babers, Babers, damn it. Dino Babers had said after the COVID year, I mean, they got hammered, but they also, I mean, they've had some talent get raided in in the portal or in the, you know what I mean? Because, you know, now you got an IL. And it makes me nervous because I think that team that our friend coaches has a lot of talent on that team. Mm -hmm. And I don't want a team like that to just be all, end up being a farm system for the haves in the SEC. I don't want that to happen. And I don't know how you stop that. And I don't know how you stop that. And, getting, I, and I don't know how you make that fun for any fan base out there. I, you know, Syracuse is one school you mentioned. I know a little bit about their collective. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it's all basketball. Yeah. I mean, and even a little yes. lacrosse. Yes. Like, the football is just, they don't even they don't even bother. They yes. know it's impossible. It's it. So it bothers me, like, if you get raided, like, all of a sudden you had this, like, you're looking at it going, man, things could open up. We could have a nine-win season next year. And now all of a sudden you're going, well, and then this guy leaves and that guy leaves. I got another wild ass NIL idea. I don't I didn't want to share it on Twitter because people just bomb you out for likes and retweets there. They never think yeah. they just want the likes and retweets. I think we are headed to, and thank God Drake May said this because people just wanted to kill Pat Narduzzi for it. And then Drake May agreed. And once Drake May agreed, it totally shut everybody down on it about the salary cap. I think we are headed for an NIL salary cap. I don't know how the hell you enforce it. I mean, I know they have compliance officers, but I still say good luck. I think we have to come up with something this that, that might be equitable you to You think you can put the toothpaste back in the bottle, Ken? No. The no. genie back in the no. bottle? But I think the NCAA did this by design. You can unring that bell? I think the NCAA did this by design. I, I think they, they went at it. 
I think they said they wanted to say, have at it, so they could be asked to regulate. I think if they would have pulled a little bit by a little bit by a little bit, people still would have been upset. They still would have wanted more. And then we would have got to a point where you can't go back. I think with the NCAA, ESPN, but uh, the NCAA, ESPN, I think they want to be asked to pull back. And you got these state senators now, and I mean, Joe Manchin isn't necessarily a uh, great example of it because I think he's full of it. But, you know, you got these people now who want to put some things in because they, they got constituents who are like, dude, I, we're, we're going to go seven and five every year. Is that, is that what we're hoping to do? Is that what it is? Because we, I mean, we got to chase a check. We can't get out of these these conferences. So I'm hoping to go six and six. That's that's my future now. It's just six and six. Man, and I don't know who depressing. any of these players are, and I can't learn, I can't fall in love with them if they have a great true freshman year because they're going to go to Oklahoma yeah. or they're going to go to USC. So I came up with this idea right off the top of my head. Don't kill me for it. Just workshop it. You sign on the dotted line. You commit. You have committed for two years. You commit two years. And people automatically go, what about one of the coaches? What about the coaches? What about the coaches? I just did it. What coach, about gets, the coaches? coach gets fired. If the coach gets fired, it's open go. season. Okay. He's got to get fired. How about if he interviews with somebody? Hold on. How about if he interviews? This is my issue. What if he's just Now, you ready for this? Mill. You ready for this? I bet a lot of I'm, – I'm, I wonder if some college coaches who do listen to this podcast would like this. Your coach leaves for another job. You want to leave – Coach leaves, he's bought out. There's a buyout in his contract. There should be a buyout in your contract. I'm a wide receiver at Colorado State. I had a hell of a season. I have no idea about Colorado State. All I know is Jay Norville. Yep. I had a hell of a season. Iowa, Kirk Ferentz is going to go, you know what? I'm 68 years old, guys. I've had, a, I've had a time. That's it. Mark Stoops goes into Iowa. We got to change this offense. This offense is stuck in 1973, and we got to get the hell out of this offense. So we got to bring in some guys. I need a dude who can throw, and I need some dudes who can catch. Because honestly, Iowa, and I barely follow recruiting, Iowa doesn't even, right now they recruit at a MAC level for wide receivers. That's how bad their passing game is. And they go, hey, I want this Colorado State kid. He had a hell of a season. He can help us. All right. His NIL. I'm just using Colorado State as an example. I have no idea. I don't know if Colorado State has any NIL. Probably not. But they go, oh, you know what? Let me let me use it. Look, what's a nice mid-tier Purdue, whatever mm-hmm. Purdue? All right, his hit his nil was sixty-seven thousand dollars. His buyout is one hundred thousand dollars. He signed on the dotted line. The buyout is a hundred grand. You got to pay Purdue a hundred grand so they can go out and get another player, or whoever the collective is. Or yeah, you got to yeah. pay the collective a hundred thousand dollars so they can go out and get another player and they'll let them out of so that deal. You have to be personally. I'm invested. willing to go three years on it. But I know that I like that's probably two. too much. I like the two. You know, you feel like there should be some sort of commitment. Does that make any sense to you? Well, it does make sense. The problem is, I don't know how you go from here, the wild, wild west, to where it is now, to now putting limitations on There it. used to be no—this is going to be a strong example. What were labor laws back in the late yeah, 1800s? Yeah, start somewhere. Yeah. There were no labor laws in the 1800s. You know, there, there, there was a lot of things that we did not have laws for. That we're the Wild West, and we go, no, this needs to be regulated. We need to take care of each other. We need to make sure that we make good decisions for people before anybody could smoke, anybody could drink. Now you got to be 21. Now you got to be 18. 
Well, okay, well, who's to say anything? And we find out that we made decisions based on people because you're not ready to smoke or drink. This is what the FDA says. And you're not ready to make your own decisions yet. You're not ready to vote. You're not ready to make your informed decision yet. And I can let it go, you sign, and because we got this bottleneck of guys who go to the transfer portal and then never end up playing again so because terrible. they're told that the grass is greener, so bad. I'm looking to protect people. That's all I'm That's doing. Big I'm looking, and, and honestly, I'm looking to protect people in college. In, in the majority of what we talk about is college football and yeah. men's college basketball. I'm looking to protect people, but you can see this starting up in, in women's college basketball too. I'm looking to protect people, protect their best interests, make sure they make an informed decision if they do decide to go. And you know what? Make it equitable for the fan. Yeah, you know what? We're losing Peter Alexander, our wide receiver. The kid was a stud as a sophomore, but they got $100,000 back based on the buyout, and they can go ahead and they can they can help get themselves another player at Purdue. It's the same thing we do in college football. So who's paying with the coaches. buyout, though? I think it's NIL Collective to NIL Collective. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you want the player... Because that's what pays for the players now, right? You want the player bad enough, and then you'd see, you'd see so much more of an investment into... Right now, I, there's, like, no investment. I cover these MAC teams, okay? You got captains just leaving the team. Middle of the season, and captains. Go, and going, I'm just, I'm going to go somewhere else. I, yeah. I can't play another game because that takes a year of eligibility. Yeah. Away. And it's like, is that good for the kid? No. Like, the kid's miserable already, but it's four games. Obviously, you want the right to be able to leave at any time, but is that going to be the best for that kid ultimately? Or is that going to be another cautionary tale? And in 20 years, he's telling younger guys, don't do what I did. When you listen to this, Let's just have a dialogue because I think some people are going to just think about it. Let me know what you think are the positives and the negatives to something like this. Let's see if we can workshop it together, everybody. Okay, send the tweets at Sportsboy Tony, at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N, at Owen on the board, at Anthony Alford 92. Send them. Don't send me any. Okay, don't send Owen any, but send the rest of us. All right, hey, hey, say say that line again. Throw the babers out a little bit. Let's do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, think about that, Ken, is that Dino Babers is out. They threw out the Babers with the bathwater. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.